Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Matt Helm. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get access to a bonus podcast over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. You've been back to the future of the movies. Now go there on your NES. We have a very slow news day. I, it, 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 it's not a huge surprise that we have a slow news day. Um, we just had a huge amount of news uh, from Super Smash Brothers, uh, which if you missed all that information, just go back and make sure that you check that stuff out. It is the calm before the storm. Smash Brothers releases in uh, a month and a day. And we're just going to have to wait to, f to find out exactly how awesome that game is. But there's not a lot to talk about today. And that's okay. Because we can do a short episode today. Uh, let's, let's start out by talking about something that should be coming uh, very soon. In fact, it should be coming if the past is precedent. It should come out in about four days. And that would be the three games that come with Nintendo Switch Online for November. So if you didn't remember, uh, we started out with, uh, I think it was 20 games uh, at the very beginning. And then the first things that were released was the NES Open, that it was a golf game, uh, Solomon's Key, and I can't remember the third one from last month. It was a pretty forgettable game, I, if I remember correctly. Uh, and and the, for me, the standout game from last month for the Nintendo Switch Online NES um, game was the NES Open. Like, that is a really, really fun golf game. And I'm going to continue playing it, which is surprising to me because... You know, I've played lots and lots of golf games, and this one's really fun, and you can take it anywhere you want. So I think that that's a win-win-win for us. Now, comparing this month's to last month's looks to be a little bit more rosy in our out in our outlook uh, here. So in November 2018, we're assuming that it's going to come out on the 10th because that's when uh, the previous set came out. Uh, but we've got Metroid. Uh, Mighty Bomb Jack and Twin B. Uh, first off, Metroid is. Oh, that's right. Uh, Fisto in chat is saying it was Zelda SP, uh, which was a really weird um, version of Zelda where you can play and you get. Um, uh, what do you get? You get like uh, random items at the beginning and uh, Super Dodgeball, which I played and hated. That was a. That game was terrible. Um, but let's talk about this month's. Thank you, chat, for reminding me things. Uh, Metroid was uh, a game that, I mean, it, there's a whole genre of games named after Metroid. It invented the Metroidvania genre. Well, that and Castlevania put together kind of invented the genre. And the first game is was really good for its time. I don't feel like the first game holds up really well. I think Super Metroid is is much much better, but going back and playing the original is tough. And I haven't played it myself, but I've been told that um I think it was Metroid Fusion on the GBA is a remake of this uh Metroid game 
and it's supposed to be much, much better. Like they take a lot of the things that they brought into uh, Super Metroid and they brought it back to this. Uh, this is the one where uh, you would put in like complicated codes because they didn't have battery saves. So you would get so far in the game and then, you know, you had to go someplace. So you would get killed and then it would show you your code and you would write that down on a piece of paper and then you could put in that code and get back to where you were. And this is how they solved that problem of not having a battery backup. Uh, and, you know, you didn't want to leave your NES on all the time. Uh, but Metroid is a very good game. It, it it doesn't hold up as well as I think a lot of people say, but it's it it is a good game. And this is a, a great addition to our portable library that we're slowly going to be building. Uh, Metroid is, I think, um, it's probably one of the, or is the best game for this month. Uh, the, that being said, I haven't played the other two, but it's really hard for me to, to imagine that, that these other two are going to be as good as Metroid. Uh, the other two games, one of them is by Tecmo, and that is Mighty Bomb Jack. It is this really strange looking uh, puzzle platformer where you've got all of these bombs around the, the level and you have to collect them uh, as you kind of bounce around. The, the way that the character looks to control, and I haven't had a chance to sit down and play Mighty Bomb Jack, but the way that the character controls feels very floaty. Like I was watching some gameplay on YouTube and it almost looked like the, char- the, the player could stop the, the character from falling like mid jump. So like they would be falling down and, and then they would just stop. And I, I couldn't tell if that was like game slowdown or if the, the, um, the player was slowing the game down or, uh, not slowing the game down, but slowing the descent of the character. Uh, and then the third game that is coming out is a really weird shoot 'em up vertical scrolling shoot 'em up game called twin B. I've, it is very striking to me how weird the art style that they chose looks with the the genre that you're playing. Uh, basically, it's a you know top down uh, vertical scrolling shoot 'em up game, and there's like apples on the screen and all of these little uh, things flying around. Everything is very very bright colors, and I, I feel like most shoot 'em ups are always really dark in tone. This one looks very, very bright in tone. Uh, again, I'd never really played that one, but those are the three games that we're getting uh, this month in November. I think the clear star here is Metroid. And let's since we since we have such a slow news day, news day today, and I can't even get my words out of my mouth, uh, but since we have such a slow news day today, Let's talk about December. What are we going to get next month that nobody's going to be going to be playing because everybody's going to be playing Smash Brothers? Um, we've got Wario's Woods, which I've never played. The Adventures of Lolo, which I remember playing like once or twice. And then I think the star of December for the NES games that are coming out is Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden, I played that game so much. I was a huge fan of that. And... I never beat it, but I, I I could probably get to the last stage uh, very, very consistently. But by the time I got there, I usually ran out of continues. So being able to save my progress in Ninja Gaiden is going to be awesome 
Uh, I can't wait to, you know, don the cloak of Ryu uh, Hayabusa again and uh, go through and fight that dude that looks like Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th and uh, cling to walls and uh, jump over the guys that I always thought looked like football, uh, mutant football players. Uh, but Ninja Gaiden looks like the the clear winner uh, of December 2018. That being said, I don't I, I don't know anything about Wario's Woods. That might be fantastic. And when these games do come out, I am going to check them out. And uh, I'll let you guys know, uh, you know, what I think of them. Although chances are you can play them too. So you, it's not like it's going to be something where I think you should pick it up or I don't think you should pick it up. These are just free bonus things that... I'm going to guess most people will probably just ignore. I never beat the original Metroid. Being able to um, have save states is going to probably give me the ability to do that because I'll be honest, I'm not very good at games. So uh, it's going to be great if um, if I'm able to finish some of these games that I never was able to uh, back in the past. Uh, let's take a look at uh, other some some other very interesting news. Uh, Nintendo, it looks like they are looking to hire some somebody to work on the next Legend of Zelda game. Um, this was a job posted um, on a uh, on the official site, and it's advertising spots on the Legend of Zelda team in Kyoto. Um, this was originally on Resetera, and basically the first job is a 3D computer graphics designer who will be tasked with topography creation uh, for use in dungeons as well as um, concept designs and dungeons. Uh, so what does that mean to me? It means that we're they're, they're looking at building maps. Now, I know that there's a lot of people who are going to read that and they're going to latch on to the fact that it says 3D character uh, computer graphics designer. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's a that the next Zelda that it, that we're going to get is a 3D Zelda because they might be making um they might be making a game where it's a top-down Zelda, and that's really what I'm assuming is going to be happening, is that we're going to be getting a top-down Zelda next. And I think that this will probably be a top-down Zelda with 3D uh, environments and a 3D character, kind of like we saw in um, Link Between Worlds, uh, where everything was kind of built in 3D. And I, I for one, am really excited for the next top-down style Zelda, where where you go back to uh, not the same world as a link to the past, but you know that kind of gameplay, I would I would absolutely adore something like that, something small uh, that won't take an exceedingly long time to develop, and uh, you know something that won't constantly be compared to Breath of the Wild because. I feel like Nintendo kind of needs a buffer between what Breath of the Wild and whatever their next 3D Zelda game is, uh, because if they don't have that buffer, like Breath of the Wild is just such an amazing achievement in video game design and um, and execution that I think it's going to be tough for them to follow that up, and 
if they don't have that buffer between it, I think it can only go downhill from from where we were with Breath of the Wild. I mean, but that's that's I'm slightly biased. Breath of the Wild, in my opinion, is the best game ever. It's certainly the best game on the Nintendo Switch and my favorite game of all time. So I am certainly biased. That being said, even though I would like a buffer, I would also, or even though I think it would be smart of Nintendo to have a buffer, I also would love to jump back into another 3D Zelda right away and see more of it. But we have to remember, 3D Zelda games take an age for uh, for the, the, the company to make them. Like, they take a really, really long time to make. And because they take so long to make, that's why we get these cool little 2D Zeldas between them. Uh, I think it's going to be great. Or I, it's not that I think it's going to be great. I I think that I'm really excited for the idea of a 2D Zelda on its way. The second job is just, it says here, it's a broad level designer uh, just for general game content. So they're looking for somebody uh, to just do just an overall kind of be in charge of overall what's going on there. Uh, so my guess is if it were another 3D Zelda, they would probably use the same team that they used last time because they they did such a great job. Uh, let's see what chat is saying about this. If you didn't know, I record these these live over at twitch.tv uh, slash run jump stomp. Uh, let's see. Uh, Res TV. He says, wonder what they are going to do with the SP games going forward. The Zelda SP version. Well, oh, okay. I'm going to skip that and read something else. Um, Vaxer says, just make a 2D Zelda with a nice art style. I agree with that. I think I think that when you go from a three-dimensional to a two-dimensional, you really increase your options for art styles that you can that you can go with. And you don't have to go into quite so much detail in order for things to be uh, really believable. Uh, the reason I'm skipping Rez's comment is because it's really kind of about the last topic, and uh, I, I want to focus on Zelda stuff first and come back to it. Um, Vaxer says, in before the next Zelda title will be Zelda Odyssey because Odyssey is such the hot title right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, what is it, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and then Mario Odyssey? Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, but I, I want a 2D Zelda. That's what I want most uh, uh, out of probably any other franchise. I would love to have a 2D Zelda, and I'm actually really surprised that we haven't already heard about a 2D Zelda. Um, the idea that they're just hiring people now. I know that some people will say, well, that means it's going to be forever before we get it. Well, I bet you that they already have people working on it, and they're just probably shoring up some extra support to to keep things going. Uh, anyway, um, I'm I'm excited to find out more about what's happening here, but uh, we're just going to have to wait. Um, speaking of things that are happening in Japan, uh, there's a video game company that makes a uh, that make well that I've never heard of before. I'd never ever heard of. Kadokawa Games um, and Kadokawa Games were they I guess they're a big player in the Japanese industry uh, but most of their stuff I guess doesn't come over here and they were talking to uh, Dual Shockers and it was their uh, their president uh, Yoshimi Yasuda um, they were talking about bringing their games to the Nintendo Switch and basically 
they are saying that the Switch revived the industry. And I know that there's a lot of people who are uh, jumping onto this and saying, yeah, great job, Nintendo Switch, for doing... Yeah. But I don't really think that the industry needed to be revived. Uh, when I look at the video game industry, I feel like it's doing better than ever. And even though the Switch came out, um, you know, last March, was it last March? No, two years ago. Was it really two years ago? Almost two years ago. Um, even though the Switch came out almost two years ago, man, time flies. Um, I feel like the 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 video game industry was going very well, even without the Switch. If anything, the Switch revived Nintendo. Nintendo was was kind of hobbling along. They were they were bleeding money. Um, the, the Wii U was a, a massive failure. The 3DS saved Nintendo's bacon and allowed them to keep working long enough in order to get the Switch out. And I think that if the Switch had been a flop, then there would have been some serious questions about whether or not Nintendo would remain in the video game industry as a hardware maker. Uh, but it looks like, you know, it succeeded. So while I don't necessarily agree with uh, Mr. Yasuda's um, uh, statement that Nintendo revived the industry, I think that Nintendo certainly, or the Switch certainly revived Nintendo. Now, that being said, uh, Kudakawa Games is really, really big in Japan. And portable gaming, I could be wrong here because I'm not in Japan, but portable gaming has kind of slid by the wayside and it hasn't been as dominant in a long time. And that's thanks to these things right here. That's thanks to uh, cell phones. Uh, cell phones allow people to play games uh, wherever they are. Uh, and they're also a device that um, they're also a device that you can do other stuff with. So people always carry these things with them. And the maybe that's the industry that they were talking about. Maybe they were discussing uh, the fact that they've they've saved the mobile gaming industry. And I would totally agree with that. And whoops, I just opened up my camera and I'll take a picture. Um, I think that that's probably true, that they have saved the mobile gaming industry. But that also remains to be seen because Nintendo is also pumping money into the mobile industry. Like Nintendo is bringing stuff like they have Dragalia Lost. They have Super Mario Run. They have Fire Emblem Heroes. They have Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. They're about to have Mario Kart Tour. Uh, that's a lot of money that is going into the mobile industry. Um, huge companies like Blizzard are moving into the mobile industry even more than they already were with games like Hearthstone. Now they're bringing Diablo to iOS and Android. So even though we're, that we're saying... Even though Mr. Uh, Yasuda is saying, look, he says, I've been working here for 15 years and I've always watched these two companies and he's talking about Sony and Nintendo and held relationships with them. I think the users really care about these platforms and the quality of their products surely helped the market. 
as you said, I think the release of the Switch absolutely had a positive influence on the market. It relieved the, it revived the market because it's now full of good pro products, but I'm not sure what product, or I'm sorry, what market they're talking about. If they're talking about the the video game industry as a whole, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I think that the video game industry has been doing great. But if you're talking about just the mobile space, then I think that they have staved off the destruction of the the portable gaming industry that comes along with these incredibly thin little uh, devices with extremely high processing power and ridiculously high resolution screens. And I'm happy that we have the Nintendo Switch uh, holding the, the dogs at bay, as it were. I know I, for one, don't really like playing games on my phone very much. And I've talked about that quite a few times as to why. But mostly it's because I don't like my thumb being in the way. It's funny, I ended up picking up Stardew Valley uh, for my iPad. And I do think that that is probably the best way to play. But uh, because it's got such a huge screen, uh, but my thumb, my finger kept getting getting in the way. So I ended up using my Apple Pencil to play uh, because I'm playing it on my iPad. And, you know, I just, it's much better when you don't have your whole hand kind of blocking things. That's my opinion anyway. Um, so there's our stories for today. Uh, we've got uh, new games coming for Nintendo Switch Online. We've got a uh, possible new Legend of Zelda game coming. And Kurokawa says that Nintendo is saving the entire industry. Uh, I'm curious was what you guys think about all of this stuff. If you're watching on YouTube, let me know down below. If you're listening to the podcast, you can leave an email. Uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. You can join our community Discord channel at uh, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And, of course, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. All right, before I get out of here, I have two things that I want to point out. I just dropped two videos on my YouTube channel. One of them is for Rogue Legacy on the Nintendo Switch. My first impressions with it. Uh, really, really like it. Having a lot of fun with it. Uh, Going to continue playing it. And then the other one is Full Metal Furies, which is this really cool multiplayer game, although I'm playing through it solo, uh, where you, you uh, control these little pixel ladies and they go up and they fight all these bad guys and you have to switch between uh, the character that you're playing as right now in order to do damage to the right character at the right time. And that game I'm having a little more trouble with. I keep getting my tail handed to me. Uh, I'm just not fast enough with it. And it could be because I'm playing through with the fighter, which has a big hammer, and the sniper. And the sniper is really, really slow. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of regretting that choice. Um, but you can change... Um, you can change your party up and pick other characters like an engineer and a tank. Uh, but I want to see how I can, you know, if I can get used to using the sniper uh, as well as I can the fighter. The fighter is much easier to use. And they did, they did explain in the game, like, they have a star rating for how difficult they are. Um, but I'm getting all kinds of text messages right now. So I'm going to wrap things up and move on. Uh, thank you guys for watching or listening 
And uh, let's see what's next. Dear Atari Anonymous, my son Boris has a missile command problem. My mission in life is to save all of mankind. Music for today's episode can be found over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. Uh, the music today was by Noteblock, and it is the uh, main theme from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Remix uh, by Noteblock. So make sure that you check out their stuff. Again, the URL is runjumpstomp.com slash music. Go over there, hit subscribe because they're talented and we want to check out their music and, and they're fantastic. Uh, don't forget that if you want to watch the full show, you can come watch live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp or you can watch videos after the fact over at uh, my YouTube channel, which is also runjumpstomp. Finally, if you're looking to support my content, there's many, many ways that you can do that. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Once you're there, you're going to see a bunch of links. Just click on one of them and see and see what different ways that you can support the show. If you're not inter interested in doing that, that's totally cool as well. Please take the time and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it definitely helps. And I will see you all next time. Thank you, everybody who's supported or reviewed or done anything like that. You're all awesome. I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.